Hello, today we're going to talk about three easy ways to spark creativity so that you can expand into uncharted territory, identify and capitalize on emerging opportunities, and leap ahead of your competition. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lena Patel Live. My name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you for joining me today. Let's talk about creativity. It is the ability to transcend traditional ideas, rules, patterns, relationships, and to create meaningful new ideas, new forms, new methodology, new interpretations. And it's either an original idea or it's something that is progressing forward, an idea or a system or a progress that is already in the works. Here's the reality. There is no industry today that is immune to disruption. Change is here, whether we like it or not, whether we address it or we turn our back on it, hoping it's miraculously going to go away. Managing change creatively is the single skill that will enable new businesses to topple corporate tycoons that are leading. And the lack of creativity is the one factor that can take a company out just like that. Look at television. Now we have YouTube viral videos. Look at newspapers. Now people are blogging. Before we had retail stores, now we have e-commerce. People are shopping online. Before we had recruiting, and while we still have that today, we now have the options of offshore outsourcing. Before we had libraries, now we have Wikipedia. Before we had accountants, well now more and more people have the option of filing taxes online. And so with the evolution of technology, we need to be thinking creatively, we need to be responsive, we need to be adaptive. Here's a positive thing, and I'd like to share a quote from Einstein, which I love. He says, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. And there's two critical things that can actually happen when companies are dealing with changing circumstances. One, they get taken out of the game. Or two, they rise to the challenge. And this episode is about giving you some strategies in which you can rise to the challenge. Because the key to adaptation is recognizing that actually, if we're not conscious, it can creep upon us very, very quickly and unsuspectingly. I live in Vegas, and if you've been to this town in the middle of summer, you know that it's incredibly hot. We're at the beginning of June right now, and the temperatures are in the hundreds already. Thinking back to a couple of months ago, I think it was mid-March, we were experiencing a long, drawn-out winter, so it's still in the 60s, the mid-60s, and then within two days, there was a 30 degrees jump. We literally went from winter to summer. And I remember being so sensitive to that quick change in temperature. And then, of course, that temperature dropped down and then it started gradually creeping back up again. And so now over the last couple of weeks, we've been experiencing the 90s and it actually doesn't feel so bad because it's taken the last two months for the temperature to gradually climb that 30 degrees. So what's my point? If we slowly dial up the heat, if we slowly allow technology and changes and industries and the global economy to creep upon us, we're not going to realize that we're slowly cooking. We're going to keep swimming until we get boiled alive. But if something really dramatic happens to us overnight and we're shocked, 
that urgency becomes incredibly apparent and we take drastic action. So the one thing to look out for is you know, we don't want to become those boiled frogs. We don't want to become those things that just are slowly cooking over time and not realizing that all of a sudden tomorrow morning we're going to wake up and we're going to be taken out of the game. We need to be aware that that's a threat and be proactive in handling it. The truth is that technological advances have completely redefined the way that we live and the way that we communicate. And what I want to bring to your attention today is that what brought us here is not necessarily what is going to enable you to win in the future. Technology has replaced many human jobs. And in some cases, if you look at a computer, it's able to do things that we can't do as quickly. We can retain a certain amount of information. We can do certain calculations. But if we have a calculator or a computer, we're going to be so much more efficient, so much more effective. So now that we've got technology taking over the ability to do these huge calculations, to be able to automate some of the things that we did by hand 20, 30 years ago, a lot of fear is now creeping in because people are feeling that technology is going to take over. But I invite you to now look at the flip side, that when one aspect really kicks into high gear in society, there's another untapped need. Ultimately, a computer lacks imagination, doesn't have the creativity to dream up a vision for the future, doesn't have that emotional competency. So as human beings, our job in the future is not the ability to be able to do tasks, but to be able to visioneer imaginaire, to be creative, to think outside the box so that the technology can do what we dream. One of Leonardo da Vinci's paintings recently sold for $450 million. Now let's look at this for a moment. It's a canvas. It's got paint on it. Why did this specific painting deserve such a premium? The bottom line is that people are willing to pay for Leonardo da Vinci's expertise, his genius, his vision, his creativity as he expressed it through his painting. People will pay a premium for this kind of talent. So now that you know that this is the skill that's needed, you're going to want a roadmap so that you can start to look out for opportunities in times of change. There are three specific ideas that I'm going to share with you today that will enable you to spark creativity and literally start to pull the weeds that exist in your company today so that you can start to grow roses. The first is to approach creativity with a beginner's mind. Once we really embrace the fact that there's no going backwards, we're only going to be able to go forward. The world doesn't return back to the way that it was. And the first step to really owning that beginner's mind in business is to break your own rules. This is the number one thing that is really slowing you down. Many people, many leaders, many businesses have strongly defined ideas of right or wrong. And in this new economy, we need to shift that thinking. We need to move away from thinking, we're too big, we're too small. We can't do this. We can't do that. We've tried that before. I can't make a decision that senior in my company. I need authorization. We're just a small company. We're just a startup. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have the resources. Our investors won't like that. Our stakeholders won't approve of that. All of these rules that we have constructed prevent us from moving forward. They paralyze us. This confined thinking is slowing you down. 
The second big idea, number two, that I want to share with you is to release attachment. We have such attachments to how an idea needs to manifest in the real world. Yes, we want to have metrics. Yes, we want to have it financially viable. But right at the beginning stages, to actually innovate, to actually put yourself into a space where the creative mind is flowing, we need to let go of those ideas of something being great if it's done a very particular way. We need to embrace failure and then to look beyond the failure and to ask questions like, what did we learn from that? How can we do this differently? How can this be perceived differently? How can we take an element of X and add a little bit of Y so that it can turn into Z? It's the process of asking questions, testing out ideas, doing rapid prototypes without the goal that it needs to be figured out in a very specific way. The third idea that will enable you to spark creativity is to look internally at the blocks that you're experiencing. For some people, they're managing overwhelm. They feel that when they've got a blank canvas in front of them that's offered an unlimited freedom, that it becomes rather intimidating. And so creating some structure, creating some boundaries are an example of how they can now start to become free. So an example of this is the company Maxi USA. They took the time to put some parameters in place to deal with this specific issue that their employees were having. And they set parameters such as asking if their ideas were true to the consumer, if they were delivering on brand, they asked them to keep within a certain time structure. And then they ensured that employees were accountable. So as soon as they had these boundaries, these parameters in place, people felt liberated to be creative. So those are three easy ideas that you can just start to implement right away to spark creativity within yourself, within your team members, within your organization. One thing that I would like you to watch out for, this mistake that creative people make, is that they often wear this disdain for data, for statistics, for numbers, like a badge of honor. Creative people see research and data as the soul-sucking creativity killer, something that creates this barrier between them and their vision, them and their creative ideas. But what I've discovered is that whether we're highly creative or we're just starting out on that process of driving creativity within ourselves and within our team members, we still need to use data. And whether that's data that's collected through experiences and personal observation, or whether it's consumer data that we're drawing upon, when it's used correctly, we can truly channel that creative energy and allow it to be a powerful ally versus an enemy. Data enables creative people to create a rigorous internal checklist that will enable you to validate a concept. So ask questions like, how do other people feel about this? How many other times have I seen this? How many other times have people mentioned this to me? Start tracking people's response to your ideas because it's going to keep the other part of your brain, that data side of your brain, we all have it. It's going to keep it balanced. It's going to keep it honest. By the same token, if you're a data lover, then accessing data in a creative way is going to help you to be a better data collector. You can now sit behind your computer and play anthropologist. You can learn details about your audience, things like 
brands, topics, publications that your audience follows, celebrities that they're following, specific words and phrases that they're using to describe themselves, the hashtags that they use, the memes that they're posting, the images that they're posting. You can collect all of this data. It's available to you on social media, on the web. And what you do with this information that you've now collected, the way that you connect the dots, if you use it the right way, this information allows you to be hugely creative in generating new ideas. Some of you may be listening to this thinking, I'm already a creative person. I'm already doing some of these things. I'm already conscious of upping my creativity, but yet there's still pieces that I'm missing. So in episode nine, I covered workplace innovation from the inside out. And I specifically talked about the four components of the innovation expansion framework that you need in order to innovate successfully. So what we've covered today is simply one small piece of that framework. The mental part, our internal language, our dialogue, the decisions that we make. Of course, there are a lot more strategies and there's a lot more detail to come out of it. Some of the world's leading brands have relied on me to serve them through keynotes, through conference breakout sessions, through in-house trainings. So if that's something you're interested in, so that we can really dive deep into determining how your specific message fits with your strategy, how to energize your team, how to bring out their creativity, how to inject a new level of thinking so that they're inspired to make the sandbox a permanent fixture in your corporate boardroom allow me to help you and to serve you in that journey. Feel free to reach out at lenapatellive.com. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and download it. Subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so that you don't miss future episodes. Also check out the show notes for this week, also available at lenapatellive.com. And I'll see you next week in the sandbox.